Kalimera, Kalispera, Kalinichta. No matter where in this wild, wacky and sometimes wonderful world you might be, thank you for making the Highbury Squad part of your day. It's a new week, it's a blank canvas, the Arsenal one, so let's paint pictures, let's tell stories and let's look ahead to our biggest game of the season so far. Here we go. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Good evening, Fight fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Highbury Squad. It's Monday Madness. We'll be giving away one of these puppies thanks to our friends at Zenith Coins towards the end of the show. That's right. It's that kind of time of year where we get really generous here at Squad Central. Welcome back to the show, my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Supercam. Squaddies, good to see you. Good to be back. Monday Madness. At ease, squaddies. Let's do it. Let's go. At ease. Brilliant stuff. Super Kev, I've even got the right date on the show today. Let's uh, say good evening to some of the usual suspects in the house. Um, we've got SJ here. We've got Sean. We've got Mark. We've got Robert. Um, I don't know what he's writing about already. Uh, we've got Aditya. We've got Barry here. Uh, we've got Guna Russ in the house this evening. Uh, we've got... Our regular Demsec, of course, PW, Galispera, PW. Kev, I went to an amazing concert on Saturday evening. My very good friend Anna Visi was singing for literally the whole of the island of Cyprus. It was a free concert. It's, she was celebrating her 50th year in music, Super Kev, and she sang for free to help the kids. And let me tell you, you know Larnaca. Thousands and thousands of people de descended um, on the Finnegoes and she absolutely rocked it. She is the queen of Greek music and it was an amazing evening. And uh, let me just tell you, I needed that kind of night. Super Kev, what did you do on Saturday night? Uh, Saturday night, I was in London. Um, Saturday night, I was watching the boxing and uh, and obviously was on Sky from 12 o'clock. So I was at got to Sky probably about quarter to 10 uh, to go on for 12, then finished at half four. So work, 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 graft, graft, graft. <laughs> Uh, you read the riot act on Sky Super Kev. You absolutely smashed it as you always do. You know, before we start talking about Arsenal, I really wanted to get your take. I've, I've saved it because we loosely talked about it in our WhatsApp chat. And um, what what did you make of what happened at Tottenham this weekend? It's been going on such a long time now, so um, that the. The funny thing is about it, it's happened to Liverpool. That's the funny thing now. Whereas Liverpool, Liverpool have got away with quite a few of those, so, but nothing's been said. It's, it's, it's been all right. Now it happens to Liverpool and it's a goal and the goal is chalked off. All of a sudden, you, the integrity of the game is being questioned and stuff. What happened when Sheffield United scored a goal at Aston Villa and the technology let it down? What happened when Arsenal were beating Brentford at home 
and the, the line, the, the VAR officials didn't even draw the line. What about the integrity of the game there? VAR and the whole process, people keep telling me it's the it's not the technology, it's the humans. It's all the same process. It's VAR. It's not fit for purpose. It's all over the place. And they keep getting it wrong. So it's not the first one, but this might just be the straw that breaks the camel's back. So, because you know what? I keep hearing nonsense about the pressure on the... What pressure's on them? <laughs> I mean, Sophie, let's be real here. If you've got a job as a cameraman, your, your job is to film as a cameraman. Film. If you're not doing your job as a cameraman, you're going to be replaced. It's simple as that, because you are not doing your job. These guys don't have a lot to do. But look at what you got to do, put the lines in, and check whether he's onside or offside. How hard is that, Solf? That ain't hard at all. I could see, you could see, everybody could see it was going to be tight. Draw the lines in, he's onside, goal given. But no, 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 no. They don't do that because why they're under pressure or what? It's nonsense. It's crap. It's a load of crap, Solf. And we've discussed it on here before. There's no accountability to what they do. They do not want professional fo ex-professional footballers in that room because all the madness cannot carry on because... People would say, well, go through, you've got to go through your progression. Draw the lines in, have a look. How could you not draw, how could you not draw the lines in? That's part, that's the first part of your job. Sophie, so again, we could be on it until next week <laughs> discussing it. The fact of the matter is, Liverpool now have been burnt by it. And now, all of a sudden, there's People coming out talking about integrity of the game, you know, maybe that's what it needed to it that's what needed to happen. So but VAR is gonna continue to make crap decisions, uh, whether it's the tech or whether it's the people, until there's accountability. Once there's accountability, everything stops and they start getting it right. But apart from that, Sophie, the referee. I know the referee didn't have the best of games, but he's being let down by these VAR people. Mm -hmm. And these people are supposed to be the best in the business. Absolute rubbish. Just in case you guys were wondering, that was Super Kev's kickoff for Monday Madness. And let me just say, absolutely nailed it, Super Kev. Um, Liverpool have asked for the audio between the ref and VAR. What do you think about that? Do you think they'll ever release the audio, Kev? I don't know if they have already. Uh, Sophie, Liverpool have asked for the audio. I can tell you now, there will be no audio. <laughs> that will go missing. <laughs> because, Sophie, one, why do you think, you know, in, in rugby, for instance, you can, everyone could hear what the referee and the people are saying. It's all yeah. accountable. Why do you reckon football haven't done that? They haven't done it because they don't want to be held accountable properly. 
That's the only reason you do it, so because now we can question whether they're honest or not. Liverpool will not get that audio. If they do, I will be shocked. Super Kev, what do you say? Um, you know, let's just say this is this was the last game of the season. Right. 200 in live chat, by the way, this fine Monday. Please hit that like button as you all join us um, for a little bit of chat on Monday Madness. Super Kev, let's just say it's the last game of the season. This was our club. This was the Arsenal. And that happened to us. And basically, it would have meant we went, we, we are winning. We would win the title. How are they going to rectify this? What do they do? Some people talked about a drop ball at Liverpool score. That should have, that's what should have happened. I mean, what would have happened if it was the end of the season, Super Kev, and so, this happened to us? So, the bottom line is this. The drop balls and all this nonsense. That's all poppycock. And, oh, you know, they thought the, 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 the decision on the pitch was a goal. You could see the linesman with the... It's, it's all nonsense, Sophie. The bottom line is this, Sophie. If they messed up, they've got to rectify it. And remember, there were, it was just a free kick. So if a mistake was made, you can stop the game and give a goal. Get it right. It's not as if to say... You know that it, it it was a restart from the from the middle of the pitch. It's a free kick or whatever. If the game's going on, and we have seen a game going on, then the ball going dead somewhere, and then them retrospectively coming back and then making a decision. Why couldn't they do that? There's nothing wrong with that, Solf. But the key is you've got to get it right. Haven't you? Mm -hmm. This this is why VAR is there. Do you know what? If it had taken five minutes further down, then the ball goes dead and then they came back and he gives a goal, Sophie. People could argue, but they can't they can't dispute the fact of the matter that it was a terrible decision to not give it. So they rectified it and gave it. All this dropping the ball and letting them score, it's all not it's all nonsense. All of it's nonsense. Just get it right at the time. Now, so here's the here's the other one. Who's to say so? If we beat Brentford at home last season, we go on to win the title. Nobody could say that's not true. You see, mm -hmm. you see where we're going with this. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, because you know, you start to drop point, you drop points at home against Brentford and all of a sudden, you win that game 1-0. The confidence goes up. Who's to say we don't win the title? But we were never given that opportunity. Why? Because the VAR officials never done their job. They neglected their job. So when people talk about integrity, the integrity goes way back. <laughs> not, just not just this season, this last season. Ever since VAR came in, it's been making Rick's big Rick's big decisions Getting them wrong. So, again, whether you're going for a title, you're trying to stay up. Remember as well, Sophie, every position in the Premier League, there's millions of pounds on it. Oh, yeah. So it's big money that they're messing with. 
Kevin, not only it's big money, it's um, it's survival. It could mean a team being relegated to the championship. I mean, these are really big, big time decisions. And we take the piss out of other countries, like they're corrupt or that their league isn't legit. And here we are, the best, the most successful, the biggest league in the world. And the officiating, Super Kev, is so poor. What should happen to those referees? That, that What should happen to the VAR? Um, I know they've been suspended for I don't know how many games, but, you know, we talk about players who accumulate games, yellow cards. Yeah. It was two games. They were going to be involved in the Forest game yesterday and the game tonight. They've been taken off them. Sophie, I'll be brutally honest with you. They shouldn't be involved for a month. Because if you can't get it right, you're going to miss out. I don't know which other job where you can't do your job and you get you get you get protected. It, it's it's not right. So I think the gardening leave isn't long enough. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you get taken off games, you should do a month out. Absolutely out and let other people come in. And if they get it right, then you've got to wait your turn for somebody else to get popped out. I, th- I think the best news I heard all weekend, Super Kev, was that the Saudi Arabia League is looking to take a lot of the referees in the Premier League. I say, don't let the door hit you on the way out, people. But is I'd it say, the refs so, or the law? I'd lo- say you, were, you could take the VAR <laughs> officials if you like. Um, it's, uh, it just is incredible that this is happening at this level. That is AYSO. That is public. That is, you know, old school... Just absolute bollocks, really. And um... but you know what, Soph? Can I just can I just say this, Sophie? Do you remember before all this came in, Soph? And the linesman might get it wrong, the referee might get it wrong, but you live with it. You just get on with it. I I go to I watch the championship obviously because of my son and etc. And that's the way it is. And it's it's the spectacle is far better. It really is. The referee could be, you know, you could moan about the ref. The referee's useless, but at least you just got on with it, so mm-hmm. all this technology that they've they've said, you know, we got there's big money at it, we gotta get it right, and they're getting it wrong. It's madness. Do you wish VAR never came into football? Yes, I do. I said it all along, so we've been on here. Mm-hmm. I said it, I don't like it. If it gets things right, goal line technology, I get it, but even that messed up. So even that <laughs> messed up. And, but you know what, Sophie? Here's the funny thing. They still could have used the cameras and looked at that to see if it was a goal or not. And that's the that's the mad, but that's they the mad did, thing. But that's the thing, Sophie. They are not in it to get the decisions right, then are they? Because if one bit fails, what's the fail safe? Okay, but what's so so? What's the benefit, for example, of um, giving giving? Um, are we saying that you know the? I mean, our Brentford game, it was a little bit dodgy, wasn't it, in terms of no, the the VAR? It won a little who, bit. It won a little bit. And was, who they support? Well, whoever they do, you know what? Whoever they support is irrelevant, self, because. And I think Newman put something there, ex-players are biased. No, because actually, 
you have to you have to deal with what's in front of you. That's got no, that's got nothing to do with your allegiance. What is in front of you? And when you deal with what's in front of you, that's what you do. You deal with it. Now that Brentford that Brentford game, we could easily turn around and say that cost us the title, so because that was the start of us dropping points. Nobody could say any different because you, we don't know. We're a lot happier if we win that game 1-0 as opposed to drawing and dropping two points and giving City a lift. Do you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. all, of these, all of these permutations can be, can be manipulated or looked at any way we want. But the one fact of the matter is, Sophie, and we keep getting back to it, is these people keep getting things wrong. And it's on them. It's neglect from doing their job, drawing in a line, going through the right protocol or the right process to do their job. That's not going to, it's not hard, Sophie. It's not hard. And there's no pressure on them to get it. There's no pressure on them to do the job. Just, just do what you see. Yeah. Do you think VAR generally, since its introduction, Kev, has gotten most decisions right? And because the ones they've gotten wrong are so glaring and so ridiculous that it's overshadowed. Do you do you think? Yeah, in I would say I would say so, Sophie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say so. So I'm not. So here's my, my point. VAR, you're right, has got a lot of things right, which is fine. No problem with it. But that's what it's supposed to do, so. <laughs> do you know what I mean? True. Why should we why should we be patting them on the back for getting things right when they could reverse, slow down, draw lines, do all, all the things they need to get things right? They should be getting things right. So when you see a glaring mistake like the Brentford or Sheffield United, or I'm sure other teams will have their own. I mean, there was a Man City handball against Everton. I remember, was it last season or mm -hmm. season before? What about Odegaard at Old Trafford last Odegaard season? Odegaard at Old, uh, Old Trafford. So, again, so we could look at that one and we could look at Brentford. That's, that's an extra maybe four points, so... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it adds up. So yeah, again, does. these guys getting it, these guys getting it wrong, so getting it wrong shouldn't happen really, unless it's a objective handball or you know those are the stuff that the referee has to sort out. VAR maybe won't do that. They'll get the ref to go and have a look. And if the referee thinks it's a handball, it's a handball. No problem. But the things that they should be getting right, so they're getting wrong. And and Super Kev, in this instance, it wasn't a, a misinterpretation of the law or a question of the law. It was just blatant. Um, and when and all, honestly, this is true. I want to put Gunnar Russ's comment up here. When you see Mike Dean and Dermot Gallagher squirming, uh, trying to excuse the sheer incompetence. It's comedy gold. And somewhat, it's... I know we, we kind of like laughing and joking about it too, but, I mean, if it, if it costs Arsenal the title, 
it costs teams relegation, if it costs any team, it's just not right. And it cannot be acceptable in a game that is worth billions and there's so, so much at stake. Sophie, the most difficult thing for, for me was obviously I have to try and detach from the teams that are playing because it's Spurs against Liverpool. Right. You know, it's like, for me, this is a this is a nightmare. But this is the whole point of ex-pros looking at it for what it is, So It's about the game. Forget the teams. It's about the game. That is something you cannot get wrong. Draw yeah. the lines. See where it is. And if he's onside, he's onside. If he's offside, he's offside. We got the decision against Manchester United when Garnacho went through. He was just offside. Fair enough. They've done their job. I applaud them. But that's what right. you're there for. This one, you got horribly wrong. It, and we keep saying it's about the consistency. How could you get one wrong and then get one right? And vice versa. This madness. They should be getting these things right 99.99% of the time. So, Because it's not hard. Agree. Totally agree. Um, I wanted to also uh, quickly welcome Matty Kay back, who has been away for a while. And also, Lynn, we haven't seen you in a while. I hope you're both really well. And good evening once again to all of the squaddies in the house. Stay tuned until the end of the show. It's, uh, it's the, I want to give, you know what? You're in a giving a, mood. We're in a giving mood, Kev. It's just, I'm feeling the love. You know, and um, want to cuddle everyone in chat and give Love them a little... Love is the currency, Soph. Come on, you know that. <laughs> I think it's our next T-shirt. And I think No Laguna might be in the house. So Love is Love our currency. Is... Love That's is our right. currency. So uh, let's, let's get designing some fun stuff again for the holiday season. Right. Let's get stuck into the hey, Arsenal. You're, 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 all your love's making me hot, so. <laughs> take take my top off, man. <laughs> Super Kev, you're hot enough as it is. Oh, love, listen, trust me, I'm, I'm getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> Start flexing those guns because here oh, we go. Oh, man. Um, it is uh, time to talk about the Arsenal, of course. Kev's kickoff this evening, absolute gold. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Um, he did not hold back, and rightly so. I mean, this is a, a hot mess. I tell you what isn't a hot mess anymore. Um, the Arsenal Football Club. You know what, Kev? This kit's growing on me a little bit. <laughs> I told you so. I'm telling you, my dear. I'm telling you. This could be a bit of a cult one if we can if we can keep doing the business. Um, I want to start off at the very tippy top, Super Kev, uh, because this, courtesy of our good friend at Gunnables, by the way, absolutely love how he captured uh, the photo um, that uh, that um, Alpha. I think Stuart. I think Stuart took this picture. This is the actual picture. And then um, Gunnables used, uh, did his usual digital brilliance here. And captured Quality. it. Yeah, I want to get rid Quality. of that too. Isn't that great, Kev? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, brilliant stuff. Uh, talk me through this. You're a striker um, or you are the penalty taker. Uh, and, you know, this this happens. Od Odegaard looked like he was putting the ball on the spot. And he went and had a chat with Jesus. Seemed like there was a bit of a mother's meeting. Um, they brought out the tea and scones. And then before he knew it, Havert. I don't know if I've ever been as nervous of a player taking a penalty. In the World Cup, FA Cups, 
penalty shootout, Super Kev, I have never wanted a player to score a penalty more than Kai Havertz. Talk me through first the decision to give it to him and how you feel about that. And then would love for you to assess Kai's game. Yeah, I think um, I think we're starting to see Martin Odegaard um, really come into his own as captain. So I've got to mm-hmm. say, um, after Saka scored his header, obviously Saka was the one in the first half who put the ball down, and then said to Martin Odegaard, "Is your you you take it?" You know. So maybe for the goalkeeper, he's thinking, right, Saka's the, the penalty taker. And then that changes to Erdegaard and it's like, oh, rethink. And um, But the Kai Havertz won second half. Erdegaard won it, obviously. Um, probably put the ball down. And and it's it's nice to see that he spoke with Jesus and probably had a, a little chat and said, yeah, I'm thinking of giving it to Havertz. Jesus probably said, no, that's, a, that's probably a good thing to do. Um, let's get him off the mark. And... Um, Kai Havertz stepped up. He didn't shirk away from it, soft, did he? he no, he did up. not. And, um, you know, he, he went and he, he stuck it away. But the celebration from the team, the celebration from the fans that were down there, I've got to say, soft, it made me feel proud. I have I really have to say that. I felt absolutely proud. I know it was a... It was a hold your breath moment because Kai Havertz, if he misses that, then obviously his confidence could go could go way down. But he doesn't. He has the confidence to step up and he, he dispatches it away, sends the keeper the wrong way. But the Arsenal fans down there were, they were having an absolute ball on the seaside. Were they? They were having an absolute ball and they were singing Kai Havertz's name. And you know what, so if you believe what social media and what the uh, the media guys say about the pressure that's on Kai Havertz, not not the, the pressure. Like I've said, I've been at the Emirates a couple of times. Not from the Arsenal fans. I know there's Arsenal fans who want him to do better, but the actual pressure isn't coming from mostly Arsenal fans. Mm-hmm. It's coming from other people, either neutrals or people from other teams, rivals, or people in the media who just want to lump on. And I'm going to keep saying it again, Sophie. We have to stick together because we are all we've got. I felt so proud of everybody coming together. Kai Havertz scoring, everybody coming together with him. I thought he had a really good game as well. Um, You know, being pushed towards the Arsenal fans. Listen, we all want this guy to do well. He does a lot of work in the shadow, so and you know what? A lot of the graft that he does goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. But he does graft a lot for the team. And I know sometimes the stats lie, but you look at his stats, and his stats are, are, are very good. But that photo right here, he really loved Martin Odegaard, respected him for that move. Because you know what, so He's probably he's probably got a... a, a, a Bigger spring in his step now after mm-hmm. that. So, 4 0 win away from home, good performance. You're on the score sheet, and you've shut a few of the those people up who said you're a waste of money. No, he's not a waste of money. And I just hope he can slowly start to build his confidence back and get moving forward because you know what? So, we're going to need this guy. We really are. This is the one thing that you and I've discussed at length. And, um, 
you know, talk about work in the shadows. And we highlighted early on how good he is off the ball and he doesn't get any credit um, for how good he is off the ball. And it's a lot like, you know, I think as the season goes, we'll see the effectiveness. I think Jesus Superkev had an immediate effect in terms of his play off the ball. It's taken Kai Havertz, who I think has come in under a tremendous amount of pressure to adapt and to, to play the way he is. Our, a, a lot of the squaddies are saying in the chat, our good friend, Stevie Nicol, <laughs> he, he, he went, he went, he said it was embarrassing, Super Kevin. He had a bit of a conniption on ESPN FC. It's like every single week, what can we do to poke at the Arsenal? Uh, and we'll tell him the same when he comes on, when we play Liverpool, Kev. We're going to have a... Remember last Come on, season? Stevie. I love it. Come on. <laughs> Remember last season you had to set him straight about Saka and yes. how Saka complained about getting fouled. Well, let's put him straight about this one when he comes on and we talk about um, Liverpool. Kai Havertz in general, so Kev, you thought he had a good game? Yeah, I, I did. I thought he had a good game. Um, up and down the pitch. He was putting tackles. I'll tell you what, I'm not, he was putting tackles in. He's putting his, himself about as well. Um, he's, he's one of those players who he just... Keeps the ball moving so nice and simply, but simple. The game should be simple, and simplicity is effective. And I think mm -hmm. he's. He, I thought he played very well at the weekend. Kept the ball moving. Four nil, emphatic result. Uh, four nil. He gets on the score sheet. Obviously, we'd like to see more because we want to see more from a lot of our players. So of course, yeah. we, we want more. We're Arsenal. We want more, and we know it was difficult. Moving across London from Chelsea, you got that you got that Chelsea stigma coming across with you. He's young enough, I believe, he's good enough to make a really good uh, impression. But the fact of the matter is, he's there, he's he's doing it, he's playing, he scored. The fans gave him his 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 flowers and love. So, and this is what it should be about. If he's if he does wrong, we we'll call it. If he plays well, we call it. But you know what we've got to do? We've got to love our guys. Because let me tell you now, we've got to love our guys because we are all we have. We don't have anybody else fighting our corner. It's all about us. So don't let any of them bitter other fans who don't want Arsenal to be up there move us out of our space. Let's stick with our boys. Let's stick with our team. And we've got to be ride or die, Gooners. We've got to be ride or die. I'm riding with the Gunners. If it don't happen, it don't happen. But I'm riding with them. Don't I love it. I love it, Super Kev. And once again, um, just like you guys, was it Bournemouth or Fulham? Bournemouth. Was it Bournemouth again where they came up with the Saliba song? And now Kai Havertz has his song. Odegaard has his song. Our away fans, Super Kev. Maybe we'll save that to the very, very end um, to talk about our away fans. You did mention our captain, um, and I really wanted to touch on on him next. You've seen all the images, um, the young Haylander who he pushed towards uh, the, the 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 fans um, in the Carabao Cup. Uh, he truly is and has become a leader. This is why Super Kevin and I did not like all the talk of Declan Rice being handed the captain's armband when he arrived at the Arsenal. What he's doing and the contributions he's making to this team on the pitch and how he is the, um, you know, Mikel Arteta's right-hand man out there, Super Kev. Also, 
what a game of football he played against Bournemouth this weekend. He's fast becoming the best. Kevin De Bruyne is injured. I think Martin Odegaard is easily the best midfielder in the Premier League right now. And he's up there in, in the whole of Europe. What's your take on our captain? He's, he's special. So we've, we've discussed it for uh, a while now. This, this kid's special uh, and he's our captain. And the things he can do on the ball, the vision he has, the way he, he, he lends the ball. We discussed that before. So he gets it, he gives it, he gets it back. He lends the ball. You know, the way he can change change direction of a attack. He's just such a clever player. And um, I don't think he gets the props he deserves. But you know what, So I don't mind that. I don't mind him not getting the props that he deserves just yet. Because b believe it or not, other people will be speaking about another lad in, in North London who has, has played well, but... You know, this guy's this guy is, is extra special. I'm telling you. And it always looks better from a lefty. It always looks better from a lefty. Why is that? It just does, doesn't because it? Most of, so righty, so, <laughs> most of us are righty. So most of us are righty. So when it's a left foot, they just look a bit more elegant and, and, and quality. But my other guard, I remember some gooners at the time were talking, he doesn't grab a game by the scruff of the neck. Well, I tell you what, he's grabbing games by the scruff of the neck now. That's for sure. He's really imposing his will on games and teams. And we need we need more of it, Martin, please. We need more of it. I tell you when we need it this weekend, that's for sure. I would love for him to have a game like that against Manchester City and totally dominate the way he did. I know like people say, no, it's Bournemouth. Well, um, like Guna Russ said, you can only beat who's in front of you. Uh, look what happened this weekend. Wolves beat Manchester City. Crystal Palace beat Manchester United. Kev, I was in the pub in Larnaca watching our match, right? And then next to us, there was the United game. And on the other side of me was the City game. I was, I ended up, this couple comes and sits next to me and he's wearing his Wolves shirt. Can I just say, on the right-hand side of me was a Palace fan. It was the most joyous afternoon of football I have had in a very long time. Oh. We were we were smashing our game, so I ended up just focusing on, on Wolves City yeah. and United Palace. And I tell you, to see the joy, this is what I love about these results, Kev. We still need these kinds of results in the Premier League. It was just wonderful seeing the Palace fan just go absolutely nuts. And the Wolves fan, when it went to 1-1, I love it, Kev. He was like, right, that's it. You know, that's it. He had a bit of a northern accent. He goes, that's it. That's it. We're doing 3-1. They're going to win now. 4-1. We're going to totally collapse. Totally collapse. And um, I said, wow, you sound like a little bit of an Arsenal fan, like, you know, season and a half ago, two seasons ago. Yeah. Maybe three, four or five. And when the second goal went in, I tell you, I went nuts. We all went nuts. We all hugged. <laughs> All four of us. It was just gold. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Oh, gee, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. But it does mean so much, doesn't it, Sof? Yeah. And, and you know what? This is what makes the Premier League so beautiful. Everybody can beat anybody on their given day. That's why you're going to Bournemouth. That's why it's so important to get that result and another clean sheet. Get people, Havertz scoring, Saka scoring. Didn't like the way Saka obviously came off. But he's going to be fine because that guy's bulletproof. He's tough as old boots, um, Saka. Definitely. And um, 
you know, we, we, we roll again. So we roll again. Yeah, it was great. It was brilliant. Okay, Super Kev, of course, um, you know, Odegaard and Havertz kind of stole the headlines. Um, and this was definitely a game where a player that, you know, we've all come to love and adore very, very quickly kind of worked in the shadows. I want you to talk to me about something you were very frustrated with Xhaka. And uh, 400 of you in live chat, by the way, hit that like button. Um, I'm going to bring, you know what, before I do that, because it's been a while and I, do you guys have any idea how much I'm missing Vinny and Vesper? It's insane. So I'm going to bring out Vinny for the likes. We're going to bring out Vesper, um, you know, who's out for the saves. For the saves and we're going to bring out Super Kev just to make Rocky. sure you guys are behaving yourself. Uh, so a, a last season, not last season, the season before, one of the things that you were totally frustrated about was how then Xhaka just kept passing the ball back or we were going sideways. There was a lot of sideways passing at the Arsenal. I love how Declan Rice is always forward thinking, Kev. He moves the ball forward and it is so refreshing. And sometimes he does it in such nuances where you may not think that that pass is relevant or, or important, but the way it moves the team forward, it's so important. Can you talk, am I overblowing it? Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Because it was one thing that really frustrated you about our team, not being able to move that ball forward from the midfield enough. Yeah, I think um, it's to understand where the weakness is in the opposition and to exploit it. I think when... Thomas Party plays. You see him do that. He plays. He plays little balls in, and he gets it back, and then he shifts it, and then all of a sudden the team just turn and they're they're, they're on the attack. Now Thomas Party's not there. This was a good sample size for us now to see Declan Rice in that position to see if he can do it. And do you remember we spoke about Zinchenko plays a key part in that as well because he comes and joins in in midfield. Well. I'm telling you now, I think Declan Rice is having the time of his life in that midfield <laughs> because the ball is coming into him and he's, he's got options, Sophie. He has got options. He plays forward. And not only playing forward, Sophie, he will travel with the ball forward, which is huge for us because he's a big guy and he's, he's, he's powerful. And he's like running 40, 50 yards with the ball. All of a sudden, from defence, we are on the attack. Now, how do you stop that? Do you put people in front of him? You put people in front of him. He picks the right pass to get somebody else, Erdegaard or uh, Zinchenko or Havertz, moving forward. Or if Jesus at times, he just seems to be able to pick the right passes at the right time. And also, so not just about when he's when we've got the ball, it's when we haven't got the ball. This was, you know, this was the biggest Bane in my life about there's two sides to the game, with and without the ball. Declan Rice is as good without the ball as he is with the ball. Whenever the ball, he hasn't got the ball and the ball pops out to one of their midfielders, etc. Declan Rice is there to crash the ball. If he doesn't win it, he's making them play backward or, or, or play a negative pass. They're not able to get on the ball and just pick a pass like they want to. That's huge for this team. Then mm -hmm. we can get back into position. And then we go, we'll go and try and win it again. It's, I, I mean, honestly, he is 
he's better than I thought. And I, I, I knew he was good, so I knew he was good. But seeing him with better players, the guy's, the guy's outstanding. I remember, I remember I asked you last season if you could have Bellingham or Rice. And to be fair, Bellingham playing the way he is at Real Madrid, my goodness, that boy is good. But you chose Declan Rice and he's really transformed. A lot of fans think that had Declan Rice been on the field, the pitch in the second half at Tottenham, we win that game. We do oh. not lose um, that game. That's how important he's become already. And PW, I did say the season before last, I didn't yeah. I didn't criticise Xhaka for yeah. last season because we all know that he was brilliant last, last season. 100%. But yeah, his ball recovery is ridiculous. It was just, it's just, and he's a little bit, he's like a sniper, Kev. They don't see him, you know? Well, they don't hear. Well, there was that, there was that footage from the Community Shield. Do you remember where one of the City players had the ball and he was running forward and then Rice came from nowhere and just took it off his foot mm -hmm. and just, and just went round. He's like, he's a big guy, but you just, he's effortless and he's powerful. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm so pleased we've got him because... He's, he should make a real big difference to our team. These next two games, we're going to find out, so haven't we? Oh, I can't really wait. Gonna we're going to get to We're really going to gonna that. find out the next. And I know we're going to get there, but I'm just saying the next two games really is why Declan Rice is in the team. You know, Champions League and then next Sunday. The big one, the big one. You're listening to Monday Madness right here on Highbury Squad. 430 of you in live chat. Kiss it, nut it. Lick it, like it, do whatever you want to it. It's, Slide it in the know, corner if you have to. We don't judge here at the Highbury squad. Everyone um, can do their thing as long as you hit that like button. We've talked Havertz, talking point number one. Odegaard, talking point number two. Rice, number three. Super Kev, a little bit of love for one of your favourites and one of mine. We just love this boy. We love how different he is. I love how moody he is. I love how he just doesn't show too much emotion. I can't begin to tell you. I love seeing the bounce back because he hasn't been that great this season yet. Again, this weekend, we sh we kind of saw why we fell in love with Benjamin White. He got a goal as well. What's your take on Benjamin? And did you think that he was back to his best this weekend? I thought the team were at, uh, back to their best. I thought Ben White played a good game. Uh, I think what was important so for us is the defence got their clean sheet. I think that was really important. Clean sheets are going to be important for us this season. And uh, the defence doing their job. So that's what we need. We need the defence doing their job. And then we'll win games. And um, if the defenders could pop up with goals, even better. Last year it was Saliba, wasn't it? He came up with a cracker last season. This season, it was Ben White coming up with the, the fourth goal, the header, um, which which was a very good goal. So, again, defenders doing their job, helping out in attack. This is what we want. And we seem to have it away from home, Sophie, but we need it at home, lads. Ben, we need it at home. Um, William Saliba, Gabriel and Zinchenko, this is what we need at home. Um, David Rea, another clean sheet, Sof as well. But again, Ben White, he's never let anybody down, Sof. He's, 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 he's Mr. Dependable and um, he backs up Saka so well. He made some really good overlaps, didn't quite get the ball at times, 
but he's always there to help. And that's yeah. the most important thing. He's always there to help. And uh, 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 he had a good game. And actually, Dr. Raj from Eat, Sleep, Arsenal, repeat the show that we do together on Tom's channel, which, by the way, uh, Super Tom is in the chat this evening, Kev. A little bit of lasagna gate going on. He had the old food poisoning today and had to cancel the breakfast show for the first time in its history. And you know that for Tom to cancel the morning show, the 8 a.m. show, serious. something <laughs> serious. Do you know what I think? I think Ivan Tony poisoned his lasagna, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think happened to Tom. Oh, so, no. <laughs> don't, don't, whatever happens, don't say, take it to VAR. It'll be worse. Um, but Dr. Raj was talking about, Kev, how early on Arsenal fans just didn't get how it was going to work with, you know, Saka and Benjamin White on that, on that side of the pitch. Then it was Odegaard wasn't going to work with X, Y or Z. Now it's Kai Havertz isn't going to work. But yet the team, Mikel Arteta, continually prove over and over again that the adaptability, the, the way that he's able to translate, transmit. This is what Gilberto Silva told me as well when I spoke to him before the season started. He said not only can Arteta and Edu transmit what it means to be a, a, a part of the Arsenal culture, the DNA, having worn the shirt. You, Kev, you can transmit that. You know what it was like. But he also transmits, I think, much more effectively his tactical needs and wants from his players. And I just think that part is really important for us to just kind of touch on because it's not, I don't know if it's complex the way we play, but Arteta does like complex things, doesn't he? You know, it's like, it's like Pep's kind of, you know, however many sets or... Yeah, you've been asked to do different things, Solf, than, than, than usual. You've been asked to pick up positions that are unusual. And maybe that's not your natural game because, you know what, if you've never, if you've never done it before, Solf, then you're, you're starting to learn. If you're, you're working with a, a, a new director and all of a sudden he's got some different angles that he wants to, you probably say, well, it usually works that way. But no, Sophie, let's do it this way. This is what, and then you start to understand it. Then you think, actually, that works. So again, that's it's all part of your brain accepting it, taking it in, and delivering. That's the key: is to deliver. And we're starting to see an evolution of this Arsenal side. Um, obviously, it remains to be seen how it goes moving forward fully. Mm -hmm. But Sophie, I tell you this much. If we weren't playing well at the start of last season, we wouldn't be winning those games. We're, we're playing we're playing okay. We've we've drawn two games and we've won the rest. That tells you this this team have evolved. And you know what? As fans, everyone, well, we, we're not playing well, we're not playing well. I'll tell you what, if we're not playing well and we're winning games at a canter, I'll take that. Right now, I will take it. I, I agree with you, Kev. And also, I think we're still in second gear. I really believe we haven't even got into third gear. And, and you and I had that conversation. We don't care how we start in terms of you can play badly, but get the results. 
but it's how you finish this season, the Arsenal. Missed out on the Champions League that season, Kev. Missed out on winning the title. We have to finish strong this season. We got to stay right there. We got to, and and you know, there's going to be maybe results like Wolves, like you said. Anyone anyone can beat anyone in any given day in the Premier League. Um, Okay, I wanted to ask you this quick because I do have a bonus talking point before we get on to City with you, um, Super Kev. If there's one negative, not negative, but if there's one kind of element of the game that you would have liked to have seen be a little bit more ruthless and lethal, would it be kind of Jesus' finishing this uh, this weekend, Kev, as a striker? Can you... Can you? Does it matter if the way he plays? But on on some games, games and some weeks, he he does need to be getting that ball in the back of the net, does he not? Look, we won four 0 but could we be more ruthless? Hundred percent, we could. And um, I think Jesus and Eddie um, have opportunities. Smith, Emil Smith Rowe came on as well, and mm-hmm. um, he had a really good chance. This is two games. He had a good chance against Brentford and he had a good chance against uh, Bournemouth. And, you know, we, uh, we we talk about people taking their chance when it comes So he's, he's played well against Brentford, first half especially. Um, but, you know, if he if he scores one of those goals, all of a sudden, so it's Emil Smith-Rowe's back. So when we do get the opportunity, when Jesus got that opportunity against Spurs, you score that, the game's done. 2-0, we, we win that game. Bournemouth, there were chances, um, uh, not taking it. Eddie had a couple of chances, didn't take them. Eddie won a penalty, which is making a difference for us as well, which is fine. But we know, so moving forward, we have to be clinical. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to not be because of the team we're, or the teams we're up against. Because... No disrespect to, to anybody else. Man City and even Liverpool, they they have serious firepower. They have firepower that can they can score at a serious rate. Within a 20-minute spell, the game could be over. Facts. That's the way we have to be. We have to be ruthless where you get the chance, you go 1-0 up, you get another chance, you go 2-0 up. And you know what? You go 3-0 up, get to half-time, then Mikel Arteta could start adjusting because you know what? It's 3-0. Then you could play keep ball and do all that sort of stuff. But we never really got that luxury until the second half. But the Emirates is where we have a problem, Self. The Emirates is where we have a... Defensively away from home, we haven't conceded a goal. Mm-hmm. It's at the Emirates where we have a problem. And um, we have to address that. You talked about that on last Monday Madness show too, in terms of really needing to address that. And if there ever there was a game to address it, you know, it's the one this weekend. Before we get to that, Kev, I wanted to ask you about the subs. Because I felt like, um, I feel like Mikel Arteta, against Spurs, maybe there was some question marks in terms of subs timing. But in this instance with Saka, you always say rest schmess play your best players. Do you think he could have taken Saka off earlier in the game? Would you have preferred to see him protect Saka and take him off earlier in the game? Um, you can say yes, but 
Saka don't want to come off, Soph. I could tell you that much. Saka does not want to come off. Saka wants to play. Do you know what, Sophie? When you're, when you're young, you don't, you reckon you want to come off the pitch? No chance. No way. And Saka has to be injured, usually, to come off that pitch, Sophie. Because he wants to play every single time. He does. He wants to play every single time. So... Mikel Arteta, I think Mikel Arteta um, speaks to Saka. And Saka would say to him, Gaffa, I don't want to come off. So if I'm if I'm if I'm up, up if I'm upright and I can play, I, I'm I'm staying on. Because you know what? It's the it's old adage, so if you give the next man a chance, he might just go and do something that might swing somebody's mind. You never give your competition a chance in the team if you have to. You never do it. And but, Saka's but, but in, dependable. But in this game, Kev, I, I, my humble opinion is that Saka should have been subbed off. You've got to protect him for the Champions League. You've got to protect him for Manchester City. He'd been kicked around again. You protect your star play. It's not should never be Saka's decision to like stay on in a game like that or want to play on. Mikel Arteta, his ruthlessness, this is where some fans get a little bit frustrated, right? Ruthless with Ramsdale, ruthless with Pepe, ruthless with other people. You know, Xhaka gets the pat on the butt, butt when he gets sent off and Kai Havertz gets a penalty gifted to him so he can score a goal and everyone, you know, treats it like a six a sixth birthday party, a six-year-old boy's birthday party. Did I like it? I liked the, the team camaraderie about it. Oh, I loved it, of course. But he needs to be ruthless in that situation. Protect your star player. Because you know what? Referees don't protect Saka, Super Kev. They just don't. Sophie's a game of football. And I've told you this before, and I'm going to tell you again, Sophie. Everybody in the team is not the same. Everybody in the team will not be treated the same. That's just part of life. Everybody in an office will not be treated the same. I keep hearing, oh, but it's not fair, it's not fair. It doesn't matter whether you think it's fair or not. It's the way it is. So, Saka plays on. He gets he gets hobbled, and then they take him off. Everybody mm -hmm. was like, oh, you should have taken him off earlier, you know, this, that, that. We've got to complain about something, so... We have I'm not. I'm not. Complaining. No, no, no. I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying you're complaining. I'm saying we have to complain about something, mm -hmm. whether it's whether it's um, the substitutes were made at the wrong time, or he didn't take this one off, or this one didn't come on enough. You know, it, it, people saying Saka needs a rest and all that kind of thing. So, how many games of the season gone? We're not even ten games in. Right. And I know. It, it's it's still a hard workload. I'm not saying it's not a hard workload, but we're not even 10 games. There's still probably three quarters of the season left. So if he's going to be tired now, so, God, no. I, I'm not having it. I am not having it. Yeah, could he, could he have taken Sakharov earlier? I said, yes, he could have. But the fact of the matter is, so, Saka don't want to come off. I get that. I get that part completely. I get that he's, you know, um, I just think in this particular game, with the with the scoreline the way it was, protect your asset. And all these fa all these listeners in chat saying Saka never gets injured, let Arteta manage. 
come on, guys. It's this the, the point of the show, remember, is to debate what happens. Ob it's called broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> sorry, uh, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, so I just, I just think you saying he never gets injured, don't say that out loud, please, ever. All right? Just a warning to all of you. Never say he never gets injured because don't book it right? Absolutely don't book it. All right, 475 of you in live, live chat, you know what to do. Also, Lynn is back and Kev, Lynn hasn't been very well. So we just want to send our love to Lynn and we hope all your results come back positive, Lynn. Our hearts are with you. All right. Lots of love to you, Lynn. Lots of love to you. And our good friend Mohammed in Palestine has checked in as well. Hello to him. Hello to everyone Hi. in chat. Yeah. Right, super Kev. Um, Champions League tomorrow. It's not never easy, but Lance away smells like a Europa League game. What do you think, Mikel Arteta? Oh, no, Soph, 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 don't do it, <laughs> Sophie. Please don't, don't do that, Soph. Which part? Don't do. Lance is like a Europa League game. It's not. It's no, I'm. No, but I'm just saying don't do it because you know what? It smacks of a Europa League game and I was getting to, I think, again, we're getting a bit complacent because it's not. Yes. I'm telling you, Sophie, and, and you know what? All these rest players and uh, it's, it's absolute nonsense. Take, go there, play your strongest team, get yourselves comfortably in front then you could start taking people off like you did against PSG. Sorry, PSV. That's what you've got to do. You cannot take these games, you know, not as serious as you would against PSV or whoever. You've got to be on it. This is the Champions League, guys. Do you know what I mean? This is the chat and you're away from home. Give them the respect that they deserve. They're in there. Matty Kate, I hope we do. And you know what? I hope we could be three or four nil up half time and we could change it around. That's what I would love. Because you know what? The key is to qualify as quickly as possible. Not yes. make life not make life more difficult for yourself, so by playing a weakened team. Because you play a weakened team and then all of a sudden you get beat. All of a sudden everyone's like, Well, why did he do that? No, play your better players. Get yourselves in front, win the game, and then we prepare for Man City after. Let's not look further than that. I agree, Kev. I don't. I don't. I think we should be playing our best players. We've waited this long to get to the Champions League, and we're going to rest players like it's the Carabao Cup. Me don't. Me don't think so um, at all. Right, Kev. What do you predict for tomorrow? Do you have a scoreline prediction for us? By the way, three-one. Uh, I said three-one. Uh, I'd love a clean sheet. I would. Um, but I think we're going to win the game 3-1. Um, Arsenal back in the Champions League, first away game. And uh, I think we're going to... Uh, we're a different we're a different kettle of fish than we were last season. So and also, we love, we love playing away from home. We love playing away yeah, from yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I'd love a clean sheet, but I just think 3-1 will we'll do it. Yeah, I think 4-1 we'll win tomorrow, Supercare. 4-1, right. Let's just get down to business. Was it a good or bad thing that City lost to Wolves 
and face us next in the Premier League. They do have a Champions League, Champions League game. I think they're playing Leipzig, aren't they? Sandwiched in the middle. Yeah. That's not going to be easy at away. all. Away. That's a tough one. Um, what are your thoughts about going into this one against City? I know you want to win this badly. We all do. Mm-hmm. But being an ex-player, you want to take the head, don't you, Super Kev? 100%. Of course. Um, What do I think about it? I think it's great that they lost. Man City were winning, what was it? That would have been seven wins on the bounce. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't have been good. Everyone's saying, oh, you know, Man City look like they're they're unbeatable. Now they've lost two games on the spin. Um, Can Rodri play tomorrow? No, no, not against us. No, no, tomorrow, I said. Can he play tomorrow? I think in the Champions League, he can. He can. So, um, with no Rodri, I've got to fancy our chances against Manchester City. I have to. Um, and if we're and if we're going to be that team, Soph, we've got to beat them with him in it. So, but when he's not there, we have to re- we have to realise the opportunity and take him out. That's for sure. It's been a, and it's been too long, Soph. It's been too long since we've beat them, especially at the Emirates. So, you know, they're coming to our place, hopefully at a, a really good time for us and a bad time for them. Probably their most influential player in the middle of the park is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And whoever goes in there is going to be a good player, but we've got to fancy our chances to get amongst them and, uh, and to win that game. It's going to be a huge game. But it's one we can win and we need to win it. If we're going to win the title, we need to win this game. What do you say to listeners and fans like Matty Kay, who, and there are a few of them, Super Kev, in live chat right now, saying that they would take a draw now for Sunday? I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. That's, I, you could understand that. It's been such a long time since we've beaten them in the league, so that <laughs> I understand it. But <laughs> Matty K scared. scared. Seriously, gonna... <laughs> seriously, you know, you take a draw, don't want to win. No, 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 no. Remember, we've got to be ride or die. Let's ride with the team. We lose, we lose. I'm going for the win with the team. I'm going to be back in the team 100%. And you know what? What a massive opportunity for us. We get a win against Manchester City at the Emirates, that our credentials are stamped then. What would it do for the confidence of the team that will stamp our credentials, So, The respect factor, super key. Yeah, and, 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 and see what the media say after that. Oh, you know what's going to come. Oh, because Rodri weren't playing on a... Yeah, that's what we want. We want that. Kev, do you think the win in the Community Shield, not because like we're happy with that kind of silverware, but the fact that we built a very strong Manchester built beat a very strong Manchester City side, psychologically, mentally, something that the team has struggled with um, against Manchester City and in that latter part of the season, once the City they could feel City breathing uh, down their necks. Do you think that plays a part here or is that too long ago for them even to register that? Does Arteta even use that as a tool? You use everything, Soph. The fact of the matter is you took City down for a trophy. 
People could throw shade on the Community Shield all they like. No problem. But the fact of the matter is, if City win it, City are one, keeping you down, and City are winning again. We had to stop that rot. So we stopped it there. The key for us is, is our confidence. Going into the game with the confidence. Yeah, we've, we've took them on at Wembley and we beat them at Wembley. Yeah, it was on penalties, but we beat them. Now they're at our place. And they're not as strong. Their two probably most influential players will not be playing. Rodri and Kevin De Bruyne. What have we got? What have we got to what have we got to lose? Let's go and win the game. Let's go for the jugular. Let's put them under pressure and, and let's go for it. It's going to be electric. It's going to be electric on Sunday. And I'm going to be in city territory on Sunday. So I'm actually doing um, MC, MC TV. MCFC TV oh. I'm doing. Wowza. That's... Uh... Yeah. Because yes. I've done it, I've done it in the in the community shield, uh -huh. and we won. And they've asked me to go back again, and because we won, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> why not? Why go not? Go on, super kid. Why not? Why go not? Go it up in there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let's 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 see um, how this thing goes. But I expect Arsenal to do the business because you know what? The confidence after that that win in the community shield, and I know it's before the season started. But if that doesn't give you confidence, we got, we got, we got no chance. And uh, squaddies, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time, well, we've got a game tomorrow, but is this the first time we'd be going into a City game with Saliba, Fit, Thomas Partey? All right, let me ask you this, Kev. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, squaddies, on, the, on who's the availability in previously. I think that's the case. But Super Kev... Thomas Partey back in training. Do you play Thomas Partey against Manchester City? No, you don't. You don't play him. And you, no. and you, you are a fan of Thomas. I love Thomas. The general, I love him. But you don't, we, we don't need to take the risk, Solf. You know, we don't need to take the risk of rushing him back for that game. We don't. Because... There's many more games where Tom, we're going to need Thomas Party in that midfield. Declan Rice is doing a really good job in there. Um, so I think it's, it's more of the same. We could always adjust during the game. And do you know what? We could adjust certain players. We could move Declan Rice from, from, the, from the six to the eight if we need to come the second half. It's... Uh, it's we're flexible as a squad now. We're flexible as a team now. If we need more running power, we can get Party sitting and Declan Rice in the eight position, etc. Or, you know, we might want to do things a little bit different. You just never know. So I think we, we keep Thomas Party and some of the lads who have been out injured. Because think about itself. We've been in an injury crisis. Mm -hmm. we're, we're currently in an injury crisis. But you wouldn't believe it because everyone's upbeat. Great performance at the weekend. You know, certain players came back and, and, and done well at the weekend. But if we can get our squad ready and then we've got all the flexibility to choose from, we'll be in a good position against City. That's for sure. Do you play um, 
Do you play Eddie and um, down the middle? No, I think um, I think you play Jesus. Definitely, I think you play Jesus. I believe Trossard's back in training. Um, I think Trossard might be the one for the left hand side. Um, so I think. You think Jesus. he's ready? Do you think he's ready to jump right back in, Super Kev? I know he's started training, like you said. Yeah, I, I think I, I, he hasn't been out that long, Trossard. And mm -hmm. um, I think his game isn't built on speed and power. His game is built on smarts. So he's one of those players who he'll always be smart. He'll always be sharp because, you know, his game isn't built on pace and power. So he can go in there and do a good job on that left-hand side for us. And he's an added goal for it. So in terms of making a change for the weekend, if Leo, um, Leo Trossard is ready to go, that's the change you make on the left and Jesus goes down the middle and the team, other, other than that, stays exactly no, stays as the is? Same. Stays the same, yeah. Stays the same. And, and by the way, I think obviously Mikel Arteta's made his made his mind up on who's 1A and 1B as goalkeeper. Oh, he's well made up his mind. Yeah, he's made his mind up, which, listen, that's his that's his job to, to make his mind up. You know, Ram, Ramsdale, by the way, was outstanding against Brentford last week, wasn't he? He was outstanding, made some crucial saves. But I think Raya getting back in um, against Bournemouth proves that he's 1A and Ramsdale's uh, 1B. Yeah, that is uh, not a that's not fake news uh, here. I totally agree with you. Uh, don't at me, everyone. You know how much uh, I, I I enjoy that. But I other than the Tottenham game, I don't think Ray has really been tested yet. I just don't. I I just I, he hasn't. He had very little to do against Bournemouth. He's had very little to do in you know the game against Everton. Uh, and in the Champions League game against PSV, he had very little to do. Um, the one game where he's been tested is the Tottenham game, and there were moments in that game where, you know, uh, you could question some of his decision-making. However, um, Arsenal fans, some Arsenal fans, you know, have anointed him as, you know, something, you know, like we've never seen before. Look, I, I, I get it. Uh, he's he looks comfortable on the ball. There's no doubt about that. He's got a calmness about him that exudes throughout that back line. Um, but in terms of being truly tested, I can't wait to see how he plays against Manchester City. I hope that um, you know it's a game where he shines, especially Kev. And I'd love to see him get tested and just absolutely smash it in a big game like that. So I, yeah. I hope he don't get tested all season. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? You, you could look at this two ways, Soph. Is it because he's marshalling his defence so well that he doesn't need to be tested? Because we've seen Arsenal have major problems against lesser teams at times. And another thing we, what we might see, remember we were conceding early goals. Do you remember... First minute, we just about sat down and they said, we're 1-0 down. Will that, that sort of stuff end? Because, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, but that's something we've got to look out for, Soph. Because if we, if we still concede goals in that same way, then it's definitely not Ramsdale, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's not Ramsdale's fault. It's a team fault. 
Mm -hmm. In that you sense. Know, yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, what you're saying, um, that he's he's making it easier, maybe commanding his back line. I, I definitely think that he's very good at, um, you know, positionally, I think he's very good, but I'm sorry, Kev. Super, super. Gabrielle are what commands that back. They are just, I, I really hope that Mikel Arteta doesn't go nuts and plays Thomas Partey at right back. Now he's back from injury. I just don't see that happening, Kev. I'm not sure if you do. But for me, Saliba and Gabriel. Zidchenko's there, so he, he, you, know, you don't need an invite, inverted right, right back. Okay. You know? Just if making Zinchenko's sure. Zidchenko's not there, yeah, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> pleased about that. <laughs> yeah, if Zidchenko's not there, then you have to try and do things a different way. But now Zinchenko, I mean, Zinchenko is, is incredible at what he does. I know people can, people are quick to tell me the faults of, but they never stick to the positives. Sinchenko made a run on Saturday against Bournemouth where from fullback, he comes inside and he runs to the right-hand side of Declan Rice and he gets a ball so he can take us on the attack. You know, I was saying Declan Rice picks the right pass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the run of Zinchenko, whereas normally the left-hand side player stays on the left-hand side, Zinchenko comes up there, he picks the ball up, and next minute it's like... The charge of the light brigade. Everybody's running forwards. Zinchenko's picking the right passes. This is the difference in in, in what Zinchenko brings to this team. He, he really is a special player, really special. And um, you know what? That's why defensively better Kieran Tierney had to go and get football elsewhere because he can't do what Zinchenko does. Well, he's out for three months, Tierney. He's pulled his hamstring or he has an injury. So, Unfortunately. So, yeah. And again, that's probably why he was available, so because he hadn't played a lot of football. Exactly. Yeah, we discussed that um, yeah, on, a, so on, an, on another show. I'm sorry to I, say I, I had to ask you the question, Kev, because sometimes Mikel goes a little bit pep on us, you know, square peg, round holes. But So I had to ask the question. It, it came up a couple of times um, with the squaddies too. Hey, but for well, myself... I'm not having Thomas Pye <laughs> taking Ben White's spot when Zinchenko's on the other side. No yeah, shot. okay. Right. Um, absolutely. All right. Listen, you guys, there's 470 of you in live chat. We've talked about Havertz. We've talked about Odegaard, Declan Rice, likes? Benjamin White. Um, we are going to get the count right now, and we're getting ready to give away a Highbury scored coin. But make Kev super happy. He's super Kev. Make sure those numbers are up. Chief like Officer Tammy Steels in true game show style. What's the scores on the doors? We need two, three, five minimum. Come on. We need two. Oh, we've got two, two, one here. Come on. We need, we need more than that. Come on, squaddies. 480 of you now. Come on. You know what to do. Come on. You gotta hit. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta hit that like button because Kevin and I will just sit here and wait, or we we'll just go off. More. Come on, we need. We need minimum half. Minimum. Up to two two seven. Slap the likes, like he says. Super Kev, what would you like the troops to know about the football this weekend? About the Arsenal this weekend? Something that I haven't included in the top five talking points. What is it 
that I perhaps haven't touched on, and we're at 240 right now, Supercare. How about the preparation, Solf? The preparation of the team, um, especially after the North London derby, not getting the result we wanted, injuries all over the place, and how well the team performed, you know, how well prepared we were. I think that's something that's often overlooked. Everybody looks at, oh, Great this point. one should play, that one should play. But you know what? We were prepared. We were prepared perfectly. And the way we played, we played with an efficiency. And I, I don't even think Bournemouth had many, many chances at all. So I don't think they did. And I like that. I really love that way that how prepared we are. I know we've got the two big guard dogs at the back um, in Saliba and Gabriel, but there's Rice in front of them. There's Odegaard, there's Havertz. You know, a lot of these guys have to take some credit for the way we played and the attitude that we had. And um, I know we're going to talk about them special fans as well, because, wow, they, we they were really the 12th man. They really were the 12th man on Saturday. Really made me feel proud, like I said earlier on in, in, the, in the pod. Really made me feel proud the way they looked after and, 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 and cheered Kai Havertz. Because we're all in it together, guys. You know, no, no, don't let nobody else out there upset our house. I'm telling you, we've got to be ride or die. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna either live or die on this hill, this Arsenal hill. That's it. Let them say what they want. You know, Ramsdale claps the goalkeeper next minute. He's, 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 con he's conceding. The oh, nonsense. Don't buy into none of it. Don't buy. We are a team. We're a squad. And we are included in that, guys. We're, it's all of us against the world. Trust me. We are all against the world. But just one, one wondering. Just wondering. Well said, Kevin. Well put. And I like that you touched on preparation um, because it felt like for Tottenham there was something off. So I like seeing them bounce back from adversity, and I think that's something else that we've done really well over the last last season. This season, okay, towards the end of last season, it, it kind of fell apart a little bit, but. More often than not, last season, we were able to overcome adversity in certain spots. I wonder, Kyle Campbell, if your Manchester City will overcome their adversity. Look who's bounced in. But well, I, I hope they play on Saturday because our game's on Sunday. We don't mind that. <laughs> okay. But, okay. It's, thanks, Super Kev. Um, I do like this response from Barry uh, to Kyle. Hey, at Kyle, what happened on Saturday? I'm just waiting for you to explain it. Um, this is a shame we're not doing the total football show. A little blip, he says. A little blip. Well, a big blip, actually. A big blip. It was massive. It was a massive blip. Um, yeah, so uh, Newman, Carl Campbell, the good-looking Campbell, of course. I don't know what you're sucking up to hit him for, Newman. God, you're never, ever going to get a coin, are you? Like, ever. Never, ever, ever. Speaking of coins, Super Kev. I wish I could give a coin to all the away fans who are at Bournemouth. I wish I could give coins to every single Arsenal fan who goes to away games. Everyone other than Lee Judges should get a coin <laughs> from the Highbury squad and Zenith. Now, we love Gianni Judges. Yeah, um, we'll ask for his coin back. <laughs> 
Um, now, I can't remember if uh, Lynn has had a hybrid squad coin. Maybe she can. I think she has. So here's what I'm going to do. Oh, look, he's nervous for Sunday. You're not getting a coin either, Kyle. Um, Kev, I'm thinking we should make them work a little bit for, uh, for this one. I want, what do you think? You let me know what you think of this before we duck out. Okay, there's 485 of you in live chat. I want you guys to email. This is, oh, this is a disaster waiting to happen, by the way, because it just means I'm going to have to look through a ton of emails, but I'm going to make it simple for myself. The, the first timestamp to be sent to the squad at gmail.com that predicts the Manchester City result correct will receive a squad coin and it will be announced on next Monday's show where Super Kev will be here with none other than David Hillier. All right? Kev, what do you think about that angle? Should we give one away tonight too? Or I just think we should make them work a little bit hard for it, no? Love is our currency, Soph. So we give one tonight and one for the result. Okay. So my angle is the result. You could give one tonight to someone in chat. Has anyone grabbed your attention? in chat this evening, Super Well, I know who hasn't. (laughs) I can tell you that much. Um, No, do do you know what, Soph? Do you know what? It is one thing I I, I will say. I can choose, I can, I can, uh, I look at a lot of the, 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 the comments and stuff like that. And I could, it'd be easy to choose um, one. But I can choose, but I want to, when do, when do you want to announce it? Should we announce it on um, Twitter X or should we announce it today, now? Because we could do it later, we could do it after, and that would be more suspense. Oh, but not everyone's on Twitter X, so I could announce it on our community page on but, YouTube. But that's my point. You can announce who, who won yeah. it Okay. on the we'll various... You know, we, we could do that. They're desperate now. They just want to know. And by the way, Matty K, I loved your idea. Put the scoreline in the subject. Put the scoreline in the subject. Email it to the hybrid squad at gmail.com. So you can see it. So I can see it. Make it as easy for me as possible. And um, the first time stamped correct result will win a hybrid squad coin. And you know what, Super Kev? If it's a wacky prediction and it's right, we're going to throw in the clock end coin as well. So there you go. All right. (laughs) Tasty. I know someone who scored in front of the clock in quite a few times. Oh, I wonder who that could be. (laughs) I know someone who's not getting a coin. (laughs) Kev, did you like scoring more in in front of the North Bank or the clock end? Is that a silly question really, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, it's a silly question, yeah. I've had a couple tonight. I've had a couple. Do you know what? Because when you're you're Arsenal fan and you – you score, it doesn't matter what end you are. Obviously, my first goal was in front of the, the, the North Bank, which was great. But my favourite goal, one of them, was that header against PSG that was in the in front of the clock end. Mm-hmm. So, I don't care as long as it goes in, so, and we win. I love it. Absolutely love it. Listen, um, I'm going to give a coin away tonight to a very special person who we had the pleasure of meeting 
um, at the Hippodrome event. She's going through a little bit of a rough time tonight. And like Super Kev said, love is our currency. And because I did say at the top of the show that we're going to give one away, we will also give one away um, on social media as well. And Super Kev is going to choose that person and we will announce it a little bit later. But Lynn Simpson, we love you. We adore you. You've been with us from day one and you're going through a little bit of a hard time right now. And Kev and I are sending our love and you are the live recipient of the Highbury Squad coin this evening. Beautiful little bugger right here. Thank you once again to our good friends at Zenith Coins for supporting us again this season. Remember to use your code HS15, get your 15% off. It's going to get to that point, you guys, where you're going to have to start buying people gifts and get your Guna mates one of these puppies. It is absolutely a brilliant gift. We love it. Super Kev, do you like my decision right there? Uh, absolutely love it. Um, really love that choice. And, um, you know, we just hope, Lynn, um, it perks you up, my love, because love is our currency. We love you dearly. We, uh, we saw you a few years ago, and it was, it was an absolute pleasure meeting you. And uh, we hope and pray that you got a smile on your face right now and you start to feel better. Well said, so, Kev. Well right. said. All right. Well, Super Kev is going to take us out. We've been on air for one hour and 25 minutes. Monday Madness, our staple show here. Thank you guys for all of your support. You're absolutely epic human beings. What's the score really? in the game, guys? What's the score? <clears throat> yeah, give us a score. Mudrick scored, Super Kev. It's about time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Still 2 0, 72nd minute. I just looked it up myself. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Super Kev is going to take us out. We'll do a QA with Kev during the international break. What do you reckon, Kev? Read out some of the horrible comments we get on YouTube as well, because I know you like that. Yeah, we'll do yeah. Some... let's do one of them shows again. <laughs> and, the good, the bad, um... and the ugly. We, we do love that. Um, so look out for that. I can't believe there's another international break coming. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but Kev, from my heart to yours, uh, love ya. Brilliant show. You were on fire tonight, Super Kev. Absolute fire. I'm gonna, I want to give you a standing ovation. You absolutely smashed it this evening. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff from you. That's all I have to say. I love you guys. So love is our currency, and you know we built this all together with the squaddies. It's all been love. Hey, just like in love, we have our moments, Sophie, don't we? We've had our moments, but it's always squaddies been love because love is the currency that we work with. We could be against each other sometimes, but we do love each other. Always tell your loved ones you love them because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So on that note, everybody, take good care. We love you. And at ease, squaddies, wherever you are in the world, at ease. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. <laughs>